0: My name is Todd Colber. I'm the father of four. Um, three of my lovely children are here today. My fourth one is actually a clarinetist performing at a, a church in Barrington. So we'll, she's got permission to be gone from today. And then my lovely wife and my, my in-laws were gracious to attend this mass to, to, to put the pressure on me just a little bit more. So um, I'm a little bit nervous. I don't do this a lot. Um, so I thought I'd uh, attend the 9 o'clock mass this morning and kind of settle my nerves. and. I watched Rich Hahn give this reflection and he was amazing. And I turned to my wife and I said, i got to follow that. It was a mistake coming to the 9 o'clock mass. And so it, it just added to my, my nervousness. But Rich talked about the second reading quite a bit. He talked about hope and love and character. And as I was preparing this reflection, really character that I was thinking about in terms of as a father and as a human being, what's helped develop my character? and. I, the first thing that came to my mind was an event or an activity that took place uh, when I was in sixth grade, uh, the very first part of the year, uh, I was a kid, I had Coke bottle glasses, all of us who are older know what Coke bottle glasses look like, and I had a, a bowl haircut, and I was singled out by a couple kids, and I was bullied very early on in my, in my, in my sixth grade experience. Uh, I certainly wasn't going to go home and tell my parents, because I was terrified of seeing my mother come into school and yell at everybody and get involved, so I didn't want to do that. I was too embarrassed and ashamed to go to teachers, I didn't, I didn't want to do that either, so uh, I decided to handle it myself and I, I fought back a little bit and throughout the year eventually their, their energy to bully me waned. Um, and I finished the second half of the year and it went pretty well. At the end of that year it was announced that our school was closing and we were going to merge with another district. In the neighborhood I grew up in, four houses down and across the street was another boy who was roughly, he was my same age. His name was Billy, but I didn't know Billy well because he didn't go to the same school as I did. I didn't really know why, um, and when I got to school for st- the first, first week or so of seventh grade, I saw that Billy was at that school. Billy was a learning challenge. He was a little bit slow, and therefore he was also somebody who was very easy to signal out, and I saw him being bullied within the first week of seventh grade. And I decided to do Billy a favor. I decided that I was going to befriend Billy, and I was going to spend my time making sure that nobody gave him a hard time. And and I really thought I was doing him a favor. But really what was happening was the Holy Spirit was intervening in my life because Billy was a tremendous gift for me and a tremendous help in establishing and building my character. All Billy knew how to do was give and love. That's it. He didn't ask anything of the world whatever you needed, whatever encouragement, whatever support, whatever love you needed. Billy was there. He always had a smile whenever you walked in. He had a, a huge, huge smile on his face. And, and I'll never forget it. Through Billy, I learned what true love, true love is. Um, and it, it was an amazing experience. It's not that my folks didn't love me. They just weren't very uh, outwardly affectionate. My father grew up in, uh, in the Depression era, so he was about work and providing for the family. He was a very solid father and a very good man. But they weren't, they weren't huggy, kissy, affectionate folks, and Billy, it was just all out on display for Billy. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, I grew up in a Jewish family. My mom and dad were, were Jewish, uh, but we really didn't practice our faith much. We were, we were the Jewish priesters. We went to the high holidays really for appearances sake, and, and, and that was it. We didn't attend temple on a regular basis. And I felt like something was missing in my life. Billy's family was Jewish, and they were very faithful. They kept kosher. So I ended up going to temple with Billy on a regular basis And something just felt right for me about being there. I don't know what, and I don't know why. It wasn't like going to a baseball game. It wasn't rah-rah and exciting, but something really, really connected with me. So I continued to go to Temple with Billy and his family on a regular basis. I remember coming home one day after Temple and sitting down with my dad, and I asked him, Dad, why don't we practice our faith? And, And my dad summed it up this way. He said, you know, son, I really don't believe in organized religion because, in my experience, religion is used to divide people more than it is to bring people together. And I I understood later in life that my father grew up Jewish in a Catholic neighborhood, and he was given a hard time by the Catholic kids, and he was teased a little bit. So I'm sure that had a lot to do with forming his belief. Uh, But then he said to me, if everybody believed in the same God, if everybody was the same faith, I'm in. I'd sign up, I'd practice it faithfully, and I'd be there every day. But in light of that, I've chosen to take the Ten Commandments and follow that as the path that I'm going to choose for my life. And I figure as long as I'm living my life and following the Ten Commandments, all is good. So as a young boy, I thought, okay, that's cool. I appreciate my father was being honest with me and sharing his belief. So I accepted that and went on. As I got older and I was in high school, I made a lot of friends who were Catholic, and we began to share our faith and talk a lot about our faith lives, and a lot of my friends shared their experience with Jesus Christ i didn 't really know Jesus growing up I know jewish we didn't Jesus wasn 't talked about in the Old Testament um, so I, I really began to learn Jesus from their perspective and, and Jesus made a whole lot of sense to me I, I was looking for something and it, and it just made perfect sense that God would want to come down and, and be a part of his creation and share jesus 's message with us faith to faith and it, it, it made perfect sense to me so as I was thinking about that and preparing for this reflection, I began to ponder what my father said, and, which, and he talked about how he fashioned his life against the Ten Commandments. And I really thought, okay, I, I kind of know what the Ten Commandments are, thou shalt not have any god before me, thou shalt not worship idols, so thou shalt not kill, we all kind of know it, but we could probably say a lot of the Ten Commandments right off the top of our head. But I really began to reflect on that. I really thought, I need to go back, and I want to read the Ten Commandments. I really want to understand what that roadmap for my father's life was. It became important for me as part of this reflection. So I did that, and I read the Ten Commandments intentionally, slowly, really thinking about the words and what I was reading. And when I got done, something was missing for me. There was, there was a component of the Ten Commandments that it, it just something wasn't there. So I went back, and I intentionally read them one more time. And I was looking for anything that talked about love that talked about community, that talked about giving, and, and it wasn't there, it, it wasn't there. So, I, you know, I, I just thought a little bit more. I, I was baptized in this very church by Father Hennessy in 1999. I spent the last 20 years listening to homily after homily after homily, and, and we have some amazing homilists, including Father Robinson, in this parish, and it, it didn't really hit me until that moment in time that the Ten Commandments reads like a, a rules of the road book, almost like a, a code of conduct that you get from an employer. And, you know, it almost felt like you follow these Ten Laws and you go out and you do, you do these things and you go get yours and everything's okay. You're going to be, in my Father's words, you're going to be okay, it's all good. But I realized it's, it, it's not all good. All the important things are missing. Love is missing. Community is missing. Giving is missing. The heart, the heart is missing. And it's not that my father and my mother and Jewish people don't have heart, it's just that the Ten Commandments, as the way my father fashioned his life, was missing components to me that were very important to me as a, as a, as a child. It, it felt really lonely and empty and, and kind of self centered. And, and at that moment, I thought, I really wish my dad were here. I'd really like to engage in this conversation with him because it's not that my father wasn't somebody of service. I I watched him as I grew up. Uh, He was in the restaurant supply business and whenever we went to restaurants, he would make time to go meet the manager, go meet the owner, and make sure that everything was as they needed, that they had what they wanted. And he wasn't doing it because of money, and he wasn't doing it because it was a job. He was doing it because it was how he was wired. That's who he was. And I began to think of the role models in my my life. My my wife, who's an extremely giving person. She gives a lot here. My father-in-law, who there's nothing you couldn't ask him that he wouldn't say yes to. And my best friend, who was amazing. He would do everything. He would find an excuse to say yes to anything that you asked him to do. I was surrounded by all these great people who knew how to love and serve, and it's really how I fashioned my life. It's why I serve here, and it's the message that I that I want to give to my children. Because if I'm not, I I, I fully believe I'm not here to buy a bigger house. I'm not here to get a better car. Yeah, I, we have those nice things, but it's not why I'm here. If I'm not here to serve, why am I here? And for me, that was the important message for my children. And and the, and the thing that I've tried to teach them probably more through doing than I do at speaking. I'm not great at speaking yet, um, but it's certainly the message that I want. As, as a father, I'm, I'm far from perfect. I have four amazing and wonderful kids. They all have great talents, they have great gifts, they've been a, they've been a blessing in my life. But as somebody who was uh, put here to serve, one of the things as a father that I struggled with was how much do I serve my kids versus how much do I discipline them and help them to be Um, self-reliant individual. So that's been a struggle in my life. But as I think about it, and as I thought about how I live my life, the message from Christ kept playing over and over and over in my head, which was just just lead from love, lead from the heart. And just remember that do the best that you can, given the circumstances and what you know. None of us are perfect. We're going to make mistakes. But if we do the best that we can, given what we know and given the circumstances, we do it out of love and we do it from our heart. In my Father's words, We're all going to be okay. Thank you very much for giving me the time to talk to you this morning. And uh, I hope you all have a great Father's Day and a wonderful Sunday. And in the words of another one of my mentors, I'll leave you with this. It's all love. Thank you.